Have you ever thought about your gender? What is it, really? Are you a man, a woman, something in between, something altogether different? What does that even mean? How do you express yourself? How does your gender relate to how you express yourself? Where is the line between your personality and your gender? Is it something internal or something to be shared with the rest of the world? My name is Elle Mayo Kiley. My pronouns are they, them. And this is the first ever episode of Spectrum, a podcast examining the relationships we all have with gender and how they are affected by the world around us. For today's debut episode, we are talking with Rose, a 17-year-old from Alaska, about their journey of exploring gender, how that journey has shaped their relationship with femininity and self-expression, and where exactly the lines lie between personality and gender, or if they even exist. Okay, so um, if you'd like to start by introducing yourself, um, your name, your pronouns, how you identify, anything you would like to include in an introduction of who you are. Okay, Um, my name is Rose, I'm 16, my pronouns are they, she, and yeah, that's it. (laughs) All right, so um, to start off, um, you uh, noted that you use um, two sets of pronouns, um, they, she. Um, could you just go a little bit into what that means for you, how maybe you prefer people use them, and how you came to that decision of using two sets of pronouns, and why you choose those particular pronouns? Okay. Um, so for most of my life, people have just used she, her pronouns for me. And a couple months ago, I started using she, they pronouns. Um, So I am a victim of the she, they pipeline. (laughs) Um, And I, I don't know, I started using she, they pronouns just because like, I I knew that it was a thing, but I never really considered that it was a thing that I could do. And one day I, one day I realized, hmm, that's something I could do. And I thought about it for a little bit and I was like, hmm, sure, let's try that out. So I did it um, and I didn't do it like, because because there like I knew that there was something about myself that or myself and my gender that was yet undiscovered I kind of just did it because I wanted to um and then because of the pronoun change I have discovered more about my gender which I think is really interesting it's like flip-flopped um but yeah as of right now I use they she pronouns um so I changed the order because um, as one might expect, even though I have they, them in my pronoun set, um, people rarely use they, them for me. Um, so switching um, from she, they to they, she um, is it, like part of it is to like signal that I, that I wish people would use they, them for me more often. And maybe if it's like in the beginning, then people would like default to they, them instead of she, her. Um, but also because the more I like, the more people use they, them pronouns for me, the less I like she, her pronouns, um, which is, which is kind of fun. Um, I, I've been trying to be like really aware of my reactions when people use any gendered terms for me so I can like figure myself out. Um, and usually when people use she, her pronouns, my reaction is, hmm, I wish that you would use they, them instead, which maybe is a signal for myself that I should stop using she, her pronouns. But also sometimes I, like sometimes 
when I notice people using she, her, I'm like, it like, it's kind of sweet and I'm okay with it. So I choose for like the pronouns that are mine. I choose to put, to keep she, her at least, at least so far, but put it at the end because I really, I prefer they, them. Um, but also in some places, like when you put your pronouns in your bio, um, to, at least to me, that's less of a representation of your actual, of your actual pronouns. And it's, um, your pronouns in your bio is like what you want people to use for you. Um, and the pronouns that I want people to use for me are generally they, them. So um, in some of my social media, I put they, them instead of they, she, um, because that's like the pronouns in my bio for other people, not like an actual representation of myself. That's really interesting. I've never heard anyone describe it that way um, of like the pronouns for other people rather than the pronouns for myself. Yeah. Would you mind talking a little bit more about that and maybe like what you mean by that a little bit more? Yeah. Um, so gender, at least for me, is it's both personal, but also like a way that I present in the world. So um my own personal gender, like as a way that I experience myself, um, may be different from like how other people see me, of course. Um, so I use they, she pronouns to like affirm my, I guess, gender queerness. I have been thinking about labels and I haven't really settled on one, but I, I'll use that word. Um, I use it, they, she to like affirm my own gender um, so if like my pronouns, at least so far, are they, she, but, um, so putting my pronouns in my social media bio are just like, so that people know what to call me. It's not actually like, it, it's not for me, at least personally, other people, it might be differently. Um, but at least for me, it's, it's not to like, it's less to show people like, anything about me and it's more to like give them directions so like the they them in in my social media bio is like the directions that I'm giving people to call me they them if that makes sense yeah I really like that kind of analogy as saying like mm, the pronouns in my bio are instructions for you if I have yeah. pronouns there that's what I'm asking you to use for me like those are yeah. instructions it's not like a this is my identity or this is who I am it's these are yeah. my instructions to you yeah Exactly. Yeah, I really like that. Um, so earlier on, you also mentioned um, discovering more about your gender as you've uh -huh. been using different pronouns. Um, so when you think about gender, whether that's your own personal gender or gender in general, gender as a concept, what does that word mean to you? Like when I, when someone says the word gender, what is, what comes to your mind? What is, what does that mean to you? That's a really complicated question um, that I, I can speak on, but by no means do I have any answers. Um, of course, um, part of what gender is, is, like I said, it's like a personal experience, um, but also part of what gender is, is societal, right? Because gender is a social construct. Um, but so one of the things that I think of when you say gender is like the societal construct of gender. So like I was born a girl and girl is this and et cetera. Um, so probably one of the first, one of, one of the things I think of is just like the gender binary. Um, 
but as I learn more about myself and more about the queer community, I um, I am happy to I am happy that I can think of it more deeply and differently. So, um, another way that I think about gender is like for yourself, um, and in that like everyone's personal gender. Um, is like different from someone else. So like one person who is a woman, their gender as a woman might be different from a different woman. Um, so maybe gender is like personal, um, but maybe gender is just like, um, I've, talked, I've talked about this with my friends before, but maybe gender is just like what you want people to think about you and how you want people to see you. So maybe like your own personal gender, like isn't part of the matter or maybe you don't like, like maybe you don't really care about your personal gender and to you gender is just um, how you fit into the world, um, especially our world, which is so um, binary. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, so you talked about um, gender as a social construct and that you were assigned female at birth and you kind of grew up being perceived as a woman and maybe thinking of yourself as a woman. So do you think you could speak a little bit to the effect that the societal norms and um, structure of gender and specifically female and gender of being a girl and a woman has affected you and your understanding of your own gender or how you're perceived and kind of how that has affected you? Yeah. Yeah. I, I've begun to say that in, in the sense that my gender is um, societal and part of the world, then I am a woman um, because well, like I'm not a man, so I can't speak to men, but especially for women, um, sexism creates like a really unique experience and um, you can't really ever separate yourself from the oppression that you go through as a woman like even if you're like like even if you were a trans man and just like completely like as far away from women as you can get um, I know even trans men have like connection to the oppression that they experienced uh, as young girls uh, before they discovered that they were men um, so part of it is sexism, which is which was like obviously detrimental to me. Um, so I, I have a difficult time thinking of examples. I'm not super great at examples, but um, th yeah, the way that it, it, that sexism is detrimental to you. Um, so like I grew up thinking of myself and like in like that I had to be a certain way um which I'm sure is a pretty common experience um but because I was a girl I I thought that I had to be a certain way but what's interesting is because um femininity is so like bad in society's eyes the way that I thought I had to be wasn't like stereotypically fem feminine because I was like really against feminine things um like, you know, the whole not like other girls um, phenomena. And like, I was one of those kids who like, wouldn't wear the color pink. Um, and it wasn't because I didn't like being a girl. I, I liked being a girl when I was young, um, but it's because, um, because society perceives femininity as bad because um, 
yeah, because society perceives femininity as bad, I thought that I like shouldn't be feminine, but I should also be a girl, so I shouldn't be masculine, which is pretty interesting. But um, another way that like my experience as a woman and sexism has shaped my gender is like, I think one of the biggest things still tying me to womanhood is um, the good things that sexism has um, created for me, which sounds like a scary sentence, but um, but I think uh, communities that are oppressed have really close ties to one another. One another. Um, so like, because of sexism, I understand other women a lot and I like can connect to them in a way that I can't connect to anybody else. Um, so we have like our own community and we are with each other. Um, and obviously I don't like every woman out there, um, but I think oppression has created a really a, a tight bond between me and the community of women. Um, so that's, that's something that's holding me to womanhood. Um, so like I wear pink out of spite, which is a really simple example. Um, I, like I, I used the example earlier that I, when, when I was a kid, I wouldn't wear pink because pink was bad because feminine things were bad. But um, as I have begun deconstructing, deconstructing my gender, I have by consequence deconstructed my idea of gender when it is not related to me. Um, and so I have like begun to understood gender and sexism better. Um, so now, now because I have um, deconstructed, I, I allow myself to be more connected to femininity and um, I do feminine things with less shame. Um, you said right at the end, I think that like I do feminine things with less shame. Uh-huh. It was really interesting. Um, could you speak to that a little bit more mm -hmm. and maybe what that means for you? Yeah. Um, so a lot of my friends are boys and when you're, when you like hang out with boys, um, something that boys might do is like fall victim to the same thing that I fell victim to, which is like a poor view on women. And obviously if men do it, that's an issue that they have to fix. Um, but I, so I have a lot of male friends and I used to like be worried that if I did feminine things, I wouldn't like fit in with them, which, and I like wanted to fit in with them because I'm good friends with them. Um, but I would be worried if I did feminine things that I wouldn't fit in with them or that they would like shake their head and roll, roll their eyes at me. Um, but even today, earlier, I was thinking that like, it, it's kind of funny if someone were like looking in on us because I don't match them at all. Like my friends aren't really like, um, no offense to them, but my friends aren't like into high fashion and like stereotypically feminine things. Um, but I am, and I, now I take pride in that. Um, and because my friends like are like respectful enough of me to like not be judgmental. So I guess my point and what I'm getting to is that um, I don't feel like ashamed about it anymore. So like when I'm feminine around my male friends, I, I, instead of like being worried that they will think poorly of it, I say like, yeah, I'm, I'm being a girl because that like, I'm, I'm doing feminine things because I'm allowed to do that. Um, 
and like I I wear a push-up bra which obviously not everybody who has breasts is a woman but I wore a push-up bra today because it looks nice with my dress and I'm not and I don't feel like bad about that um, I just think that it's a cool fun thing to do to use my breasts as an accessory or like I use makeup and I play with makeup and it's super fun um, and I like and I'm I am now allowed to just enjoy that instead of do it like the right way. Yeah, I think a lot of this, at least what it sounds like to me, so tell me if I'm completely off, is um, I think something that people talk about a lot is um, kind of using things that are more feminine as not necessarily something that, oh, I feel like I have to do this, but as a form of expression and expressing your personality and your gender and the things that you want to express about yourself. Is that yeah. something that you feel like? Yeah, as expression um, and self-indulgence and sometimes rebellion. Like when I when I do like girly things and I like think about it and I'm like, wait a second, the patriarchy wouldn't like this. I'm like, hell yeah, the patriarchy wouldn't like this. Yeah, I really like that. I think that's a really- Thank you. Yeah, the idea of femininity as rebellion. I think that's really interesting and I really like that. Um, another thing you talked about earlier was the idea of gender, of your gender versus your personality. Um, would you be able to talk about that a little bit more? Maybe what that means to you or how that has affected your experience, however you yeah. choose to take it. It's really complicated. Um, and I think like of I, I I've learned enough about myself that if somebody asks me my gender I have the right words to like explain myself in a way that I want them to understand me but this um like what separates my gender from my personality and other aspects of me is like the thing that I understand least about myself um I think in the sense that gender is expression I've been like playing with that recently um not and, and it's really funny because um, I guess what I was thinking about earlier is that um, as I like deconstruct femininity and allow myself to be more playful, I do um, I do like feminine things, but not in like not in a way that like not in a conservative way. So like when I wear makeup, I don't I, I wear makeup in a in a fun way. And like yesterday I wore found paint to school, um, which was like playing with makeup in a feminine way, but also in my own way. Um, because like like if you like looked up a picture of a stereotypical girl, you wouldn't find them in clown paint. You would find them with like maybe a smoky eye, you know? Um, so that when, when I wore my clown face paint, I like, I was thinking about gender. Like when I looked, my, looked at myself in the mirror, I'm like, yes, this is what I want. Um, um, not that I want to be a clown, but that I want to like do crazy things like that um, and be like free in my expression. Um, so when I wore my cloud makeup or when I do other things, I, I think about gender, but it's complicated because on the one hand, that is an expression of my personality, like wearing funky clothes and like, um, like I work really hard in my outfits. And so like working hard in my appearance to look the way that I want to look is really important to me. Um, and it, 
So that's like an aspect of my personality, but also like this, like saying, like this feels gendery to me. Um, like I, I feel I, <laughs> I feel gender today um, is something like that that's connected as well. So I don't have an answer and my, this whole spiel has not like come to a conclusion um, and separated the two things, but I guess they're just connected. Yeah, I think, at least in my experience, I think people don't really talk about personality when we're talking about gender. It's oftentimes gender, exists in this vacuum, at least within yourself. And when we talk about gender in terms of um, biology, in terms of sex characteristics, in terms of society, but I feel like we don't really talk about gender in terms of like, how does it relate to my personality and the things that I enjoy very often? So I think that's a really interesting perspective. And I hadn't really thought about that before. So thank you for that makes me happy that that. you hadn't thought about it because I like obviously if I had said if I said all those words to myself like two years ago I wouldn't understand what was happening um but it's it's funny because I like I spoke earlier about how gender in a sense is just like your own personal thing and like your connection to yourself um but I I'm glad that that you hadn't thought about that before because to me it was just like kind of obvious um of no offense to you of course because everybody experiences gender differently but I think um I think it's interesting that that was something that I like kind of just knew and I thought that everybody knew but it's really just my own personal experience I think that just um shows how diverse people are yeah it definitely I think we we all have really different experiences with our gender and um our journey of exploring our gender and relationship with gender and things like that and it's really different for everyone um which segues perfectly into my next (laughs) question so um you talked about how kind of your first little dipping your toes into gender exploration I guess was choosing to use she they pronouns um so I and you gave a little bit of detail a little bit of what the rest of that journey was like but I was wondering if you could um, maybe talk about that a little bit more of what your experience has been with exploring your gender um, personally and then also with other people of if there are people in your life that have affected that. um, Yeah. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, So like I said, I started with she, they pronouns because I was just like, oh, this is a thing that I could do with that that would be a fun experiment. And then it turned out that I was right. Um, So I used she, they pronouns, and then I like didn't think about it for a long time. And then we went back to school um, because I changed changed my pronouns near the end of the summer um, when I was really only talking to like a couple people daily. Um, And so I like, people didn't really say my pronouns. Like when people talked to me, they were only talking to me. I wasn't in large groups, so nobody was ever referring to me. Um, So then we went back to school and that's when everything happened. Um, So I, I like didn't hear, like nobody called me they, them, um, or used those pronouns in reference to me. Um, And then 
I like talked with some of my queer friends. So like, I, I remember that like they said those pronouns, they, they used they, them for me. And it just like, was, it felt really good, I guess. Um, but since, since everybody like all day, every day was basically using she, her, I realized that I'm kind of sick of it. Like I, I was saying to my, I was saying to my friend earlier that if I had been born in like a non-binary world um, when, and people like didn't use she, her all day, every day for 16 years, then I would be fine with people calling me she, her. And um, well, that's, that's not how pronoun with you don't call people she, her, but that, you know what I mean? Um, I would be fine with people calling me she, her. Um, which is why it's still like tacked on the end of my pronouns. It's so they, she, um, because sometimes it's fine. Um, but usually I'm sick of it. <laughs> like if people, if people like usually called me they, them, and then use she, her sometimes, then that would be fine. But I am so sick of people <laughs> using she, her for me. Um, and the more that I like talk to the more that I like express my pronouns in the world the more that people use them um and that like every day that just proves to me that I made the right decision because when people use them it makes me really happy yeah I think something something you talked about kind of at the end there is um the relationship between gender and society and having um you talked about if you grew up and lived in a society where people used they them for you all the time then have people using she her pronouns every once in a while wouldn't bother you um yeah and I would like if they them was like my pronoun set um if I was assigned non-binary at birth um then I would probably choose to add she her and I would probably end up at they she like the same way like so if if people only use they them for all of my life then I would probably choose she her but that's just not what happened anyway continue yeah um and I guess you talked about how that affected your pronouns and you've talked a little bit how about how it um, affected your relationship with femininity, kind of societal expectations. Um, and I was wondering if it affected all your own perception of yourself. And, you know, I think we've talked about um, gender in relation to like personality and society and things like that. But in your own relationship with your own personal gender do you think that that was affected at all by um growing up as a woman and kind of living in this society where you were assigned female at birth and that is how people referred to you and that is how you were socialized I guess uh-huh. yeah I I talked uh, earlier about how sexism is my closest link to being a woman um as of this day and age um but like personally I I am a woman because I have been a woman um and a woman is my connection to people but as far as my gender is personal my gender is like I was talking with you earlier before this podcast um that as far as my gender is personally I am doing gender non-binarily so um, non-binary as a verb um, I, I know I have had this discussion with you before but um, but I wouldn't say like if somebody asked me what my gender was I wouldn't say that I am non-binary um, 
but I, but my gender is like functioning non-binarily, like um, in the sense that like it is not binary. Um, I've been thinking more and more about the term genderqueer because I like using the word queer a lot. I think it's really descriptive. Um, well, it's descriptive in that it doesn't really describe anything except for that you're queer. Like it, it's not, it's not super structured. Um, and I think I think using genderqueer is a good is a good representation of I am I am not like of not being non-binary, but be of but of having gender not of the binary. Um, there was an end to the sentence, but I don't remember what it was. It's okay. Um, you're really good at segues. You're, Thank you. Like you're <laughs> predicting question. every question. <laughs> My next question was going to be about language um, and identities. And I think we talked a little bit before you answered that question about um, thinking about identities, but not yet wanting to maybe box yourself in of choosing an identity yet. Um, and obviously the effect that pronouns have had on your relationship with gender. Um, I think the language that we use really does affect our perception of gender a lot and our own gender and our interaction with other people and how we explain our gender to other people. Um, so I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about how um, language has maybe affected your understanding um, and how you use language to describe people, essentially just language and your identity discuss okay um yeah I said how I like I like using non-binary as a verb um rather than a noun um I, I don't like using non-binary as a noun I know that some people just they're like their gender is non-binary like that's what they are um but that's not for me um so I I think the it as far as using language in reference to myself and my gender, the most important thing for me is that you can't like, my gender doesn't have a title. It has labels, but it doesn't have a title. So like some some people are women and like, and so it's like women and then woman has like all these things that is woman. Um, but mine is more like, like a, I can use words to describe it, but it doesn't have a name because it's too like complicated and personal to have a name if that makes sense. Um, so yeah, that's why, that's why I like genderqueer because queer is like, it's a, it's a good word for describing things like that. Um, but, and that's why I like using non-binary as a, as a verb because it's, it, it's not a title. Yeah, I definitely relate to that a lot. The feeling of like, there's no one word that can describe my experience with my gender and it I can't give it a title I really like that yeah. description um and I know we haven't talked about sexuality much and I don't really want to go on a whole <laughs> side tangent about sexuality um because that's a whole nother can of forms um but in terms of your gender identity um are you out to people in your life is it something that um maybe you feel that do you feel that one have you come out to people and then is it something that you feel the need to come out um in relation to or is it something that you just kind of experience personally and maybe you ask people to use certain pronouns but you don't feel the need to come out necessarily just what has your experience been with coming out 
um, in your gender identity versus if versus coming out. I believe you identify as bisexual. Yeah. I think we've talked about that before. Um, yeah. And if you've come out as bisexual, kind of what, how those have differed or been similar, your experience with coming out right. as not binary. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like that you use not binary. That um, And it's, it's a shame that non-binary has become so like, noun-ish because non-binary just means non-binary um but anyway aside from that I will answer your question um when I came out as bi part I, I told I told people part of it was because I like that was the first time I've ever come out as anything or discovered anything about my queer identity so it was kind of like like I learned this thing now you come out that's the next step um but also part of it was because I want people to like know that about me um maybe like I want people to know that I like girls and like non-binary people and that it's that I'm not straight um and 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 partly that's because I want people to know that I'm queer um but partly I I I like that like people knowing that I like that like other people are prospective partners for me but for my gender I don't feel the need to come out as my gender um because I know for a lot of trans people they like a big important thing about their transness and connection to the world is that people like see them as their gender instead of just like memorizing different pronouns um and I think that's very important but for me it's less important because my gender is so complicated that I like that it, it doesn't really like matter presentation is it's fun for me to play with but presentation isn't like really connected to how I want people to see my gender. Um, and so I, I don't feel the need to like ask people to, um, to ask people to like understand my gender because it's too complicated even for me. <laughs> um, I, I would like people to see me as like, not to see me as my gender, but to see me as queer um, because I know when we talk with cis people and we're when we're explaining like or cis hat people when we're explaining the queer community to cis hat people, one of the first things we teach them is that gender and sexuality are not the same and gender and pronouns are not the same. Um, so we've circled all the way back around. I'm so far deep into the queer community that um, my gender and, and sexuality aren't the same, but they're really connected. Um, so I would like people to see me as like a queer person. Um, and that's why I recently discovered that I like the label genderqueer. Um, I want people to see me as a queer person, but I don't like have any expectations for their view on me um, be, uh, farther than that because I can't even, like I don't understand my gender enough to put it in words either and that's all right with me. Um, not that I don't know myself, but just that it's not really the kind of thing that you can put, put words to very much. Um, but as for my pronouns, I do, feel that I need to come out to people with my pronouns. I don't like it when people just use she, her all the time. It feels really invalidating and sad for me. Um, so I do that. I, I'll, I get around to doing that with some people. I came out like right away or they were like with me on my journey. Um, but with some people I'll, like get around to telling them when I feel free to do that. Um, but yeah, for my pronouns, I do, I do feel the need to tell people that. And when I, whenever I feel comfortable, I introduce myself with my pronouns too. Um, 
that was all really good. Um, I don't know. I feel I need to respond every time you answer. Um, if you have thoughts, you may, but you don't need to. Um, I think a lot of what you're saying, I think every time there's a lot of things that you say that I relate to. Um, one thing I would like to hear a little bit more about is you mentioned that your sexuality and your gender are very connected. Um, uh-huh. and what that means to you I know I ask that that is an ongoing question what does that mean to you I feel a little bit like a therapist um (laughs) but um just kind of what how they've maybe affected each other or your perception of them just how they're related yeah um what I'm about to say is kind of is kind of weird because this isn't a world a world where this would ever happen and I can't like imagine if I had been born a different person, I can't imagine that I would be different. Um, but if I wasn't, uh, if I wasn't bisexual, I use a couple labels for my sexuality, but if I wasn't bisexual, I wouldn't be genderqueer. I'm using that word now, we decided. <laughs> um, if I wasn't bisexual, I wouldn't be genderqueer. Um, and like I said, I can't imagine like being a different person because I would be different than I am now. But I, I discovered, um, like being able to use different pronouns because I was part of the queer community and I want people to see me as part of the queer community. I mean, of course, unless they're homophobic or unless it's weird, um, but that's a big part of my identity. Um, so I want people to see me as part of the queer community and part of that is gender um, because gender is like me. And I talked about how that's like part of my personality. Um, but, and part of it is my sexuality. But I think I think they lead into each other because the big point is being queer. And they're both like within that. Yeah. I yeah, I think that idea of the point is that I'm queer is mm-hmm. something that I relate to a lot of. <laughs> you know, like we can talk labels, we can talk identities all day, but Mm -hmm. the bottom line is I'm queer and that's what matters. Um, and I would say I'm a little different from you in that regard, because I do enjoy talking labels and identities. Um, like they're still important, but, um, queer is like the big, the big sack that it's all in. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I like that a lot. And thank you. Yeah, identities and labels like, have a lot of power. They're how we communicate identities are and our experiences to people and how we relate to other people. Um, but yeah, they're kind of all in the sack of queer. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because sack is a good word. Yeah, sack. Sack of queer. <laughs> um, another thing, I don't want to take up too much of your time. Kind of generally, uh, my cutoff is an hour. Um so I have two more questions. The first one is, um, you talked a little while back about, you brought up the um, word trans, and I was just wondering if that's something you identify with. I know with not binary people, it tends to, it can go either way. Some people identify uh-huh. with the term trans, some don't. And then, so I was wondering, do you identify with that? And then why or why uh-huh. not? Um, yes and no. If somebody like called out 
trans people, I would like listen to them, but I wouldn't be like, oh, that's me. Um, because I don't like, I don't take up that term in relation to other people. So I'm not like, yeah, I, I, I don't want to, hmm. I'm sorry, you can cut out my pauses. Um, yeah, if somebody called out like trans people, I wouldn't think, oh, they're talking to me. Um, but I do identify with trans people, um, maybe not as a trans person. Um, it kind of depends on the context. So if I'm talking about like discovering gender and like, and struggling with your like perception of yourself, then I might refer to myself as a trans person. Um, but I, but if I was talking about like, I don't know, another example, then I wouldn't identify as a trans person. Um, and I know I've, I've talked with some of my friends who definitely identify as trans um, and that's a big part of their identity. Um, and they describe being trans as a departure from one's birth um, gender. And in that sense, I don't, I only kind of identify with transness because I'm still a woman. I'm just also not a woman, um, which isn't the best way to wear that, but I'm, I'm still a woman, but I'm just like, I'm just a funky one. <laughs> um, so I, part of it is that I have difficulty. Um, if I, if I am not a part of the trans community, then I don't want to like pretend that I am, which on the one hand is problematic because of imposter syndrome and um, gatekeeping trans people. Like I know sometimes people think that only like binary trans people um, can be trans, which obviously isn't true. Um, but some part of it is that I just want to be careful because like being part of a community and like identifying with it, with a word is powerful. Um, so part of it is that I want to like be respectful of trans people who are definitely trans. Um, but part of it is I only identify with it sometimes. Like I understand when, when trans people talk, I relate with them. Um, but I don't know if that's my word. I don't know. I think I'll figure it out eventually. Yeah. Oh, no. also another thing. <laughs> um, Go for it. <laughs> because, because gender is so like expansive and complicated, I don't think that like uh, trans is a word to describe gender, right? It's it, so like you're, you're transgender. Um, because gender is so complicated, I don't think that you can, it, that being trans can be like black and white. So I think, I think I'll figure out more about my trans identity eventually. Um, but I also think it's okay if I'm not like, yes, trans or no trans, um, because gender is so complicated. Why can't trans also be complicated? Yeah, I like that. Trans Thank you. Is, I think, yeah, it is complicated and it can be complicated. It doesn't need to be simple. Um, <laughs> my last question for you is very broad. It's um, just, if there's anything that I haven't asked you about um, or specifically asked um, that you would like to talk about, um, this would be the opportunity. If there's nothing else, that's also completely fine. But if there's anything that you feel I haven't just asked you about or something you want to discuss a little bit more, feel free. Yeah. Um, I wrote a couple notes on my phone. So is it okay if I take a second to read that? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Um, I think that it, um, something you may know about me is that I like to talk and I like to be very complicated. So I think I found a way to like, <laughs> to like say all of my points um even if they weren't a direct answer to your question I just I just pushed them in there um yeah. so I don't know if I have anything else um but let me read for a second yeah I definitely 
Like the purpose is not for me to ask you a very specific list of questions. I didn't come in here with the like, these are the 10 questions I'm going to ask you. It's just to kind of get an understanding of your relationship with gender and how you experience it and anything under that large umbrella of topics that you feel like talking about and feel like is important to you. Yeah, um, one bullet point that I have, I talked about this a little bit, um, is that presentation doesn't really matter to my gender. Like it might be a way that I can express my gender, um, but again, I don't know which of me is gender and which of me is personality. Um, presentation may be a way that I can express my gender, but it is it doesn't matter like to my gender. It doesn't go back and forth. Um, and I've had struggles with presentation already. Like I had, uh, without going too much in detail because this isn't the place, but I had like struggles in my childhood um, and I wasn't, I was, there was a period of time when I just wasn't very happy and life wasn't going very well to me, well for me. Um, and I discovered about myself that after like I got out of that situation, I really like blossomed in my presentation, which is why my clothes and being able to like express myself how I want is so important to me. So um, presentation has been a whole journey. Um, and it's so it's it doesn't really matter to my gender. Sometimes it, I can express my gender through it, but it, it doesn't really matter, um, which I think is part of the reason that I don't really mind um, how people view me. Like I would like them to understand that I don't identify as just a woman, but if they like think that I am a girl, like I want them to like hear me and listen to me talking about my identity. Um, but if they can't like view non-binariness in my presentation or in my like my my place in the world, then that's all right. Okay, that's it. I just wanted to say right. that. Yeah, I really, I think that was a really good end, I think. Thank you. Um, yeah, it's also, I think, a good summary of the things we've talked about at the end of the day. Presentation does not equal gender. There can be very related and often are very related, but they're two different things. Yeah. All right. And that's a wrap on the first ever episode of Spectrum. Thank you so much for being here all the way through my first ever podcast episode. It has been a year-long journey to get here, and I am so excited to be able to finally share it with the world. I truly, truly hope you enjoyed it. As well, a huge thank you to Rose for being my first real interviewee. There were some bumps along the road, but I really, really appreciate you. To stay up to date on our next installment, please follow the Spectrum Instagram at spectrum underscore podcast dot emk. And of course, subscribe here. Again, thank you so much for being here and supporting this project. It means the world. And I hope to see you next month for the next episode.